Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, everybody. Yes, welcome. <sighs> As usual, yeah. with the holidays and everything, we've been kind of spotty on the episodes, so That's there's okay. probably been a bit of a delay. Shit, I haven't posted the last three. <laughs> yeah, really? That's why Holly keeps yelling at me. Get the fucking, come on. You can tell her to yell at me. No. It's not, not, not my wife's. That's <laughs> not how it works. You know that's not how it works. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, the wife, that's right. It's still kind of sinking in that I'm married. Yeah. Well, not for me. Yeah, because nothing changed except I'm like, you know, $10,000 shorter. Nothing should have changed. <laughs> yeah. If you get married and shit like dramatically changes, you've made a mistake. <laughs> I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> so, once again, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Mm. I am Scott. This is Joey. And that's Oh yeah. Yes, baby. Joey. And uh um I still haven't watched Tusk. That's hey, I, I can't blame you. I well, <laughs> it's, it's I, I I tried to explain to Joey. I was told till I told him this morning, I said, "Guess which film I haven't watched." And I said, "Listen, it's not because of the film, even though I really don't want to see it. But I've really been unable to really focus on films for the past month or so with everything going on. I, I can't even, honestly, I can't even tell you the last new film, the last film, probably Baby Drivers, the last film I saw that I hadn't seen. Wow. And that's going back a month or so. Wow. Easy. Um, 
the last new thing I've seen, well, it was Justice League. I actually got to go see that oh, in, a, in a theater. That's right. Loved it. Uh, my my uh, younger stepdaughter saw it. She loved it too. You know, it, the cr- the critics can fuck themselves and their stupid asses. They they really got it wrong. They really got it wrong this time. Um, not, not that I'm saying they got it right with the earlier DC films, because for the most part, they were wrong with those too. Um, you know, don't don't take your shit out on Justice League just because you suffered through five X Men films and realize you're tired of it. <laughs> yeah, right. not their fault. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. No, it's uh it's funny. It's it's well it's pretty well written and uh, the visuals are very good. The only thing now, and I was telling Scott this, the only thing that truly annoyed me was Henry Cavill, Superman. He was and I, and I don't know what film it is. I don't yeah, give yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. It's just the whole mustache thing, he isn't had, it? He had facial hair and they spent like 30 million dollars to CGI it out. It looks uh-huh. weird. It's not yeah. horrible, but you can tell when they're CGIing out the facial hair. That that's all I fucking heard about for a week after that film came out. I was like, yeah, you know what? But what you heard were okay. people shitting on it for it. I'm just saying I'm annoyed yeah. that they even had to spend the money. Um, I don't, and the thing is, I don't know. Will, will they? Will they? After Henry Cavill is done with whatever thing he's doing with the facial hair, will they? Will he come in? So that they no, can no, don't. The only thing worse than making that mistake is trying to fix it afterwards. Don't don't put don't put flashlights in the hands of the secret agents in ET again. Just let it fucking well, lay. Well, I'm saying Just let it if, lay. if he comes in and shaves and they can superimpose that, it'll be infinitely I'm saying better. Don't do it. I'm saying don't do it. Oh, you're saying just let just let it yeah, be I'm, a part I'm, of cinematic I'm, history. Yeah. Exactly. Don't pull a fucking Lucas. Just leave it. Move on. Okay. Yeah, even, even if uh, it would fix it properly. And, and let me apologize for what to it was intended. Uh, all twenty of our listeners, I want to apologize ahead of time. That's not true. We uh, haven't learned that. <laughs> uh, I've I've been having a rough week, so I'm a little on edge. Okay. And when I say I've, had, I've been having a rough week, I don't mean like I've had bad things happen to me or bad things happening around me. I'm just having trouble assimilating everything around me. Understandable. So so I apologize in advance if I seem a bit brusque mm. this episode. Brusque. I apologize. And I'm, I'm, I'm uh, trying to finish off this bottle of Beef Eater. So <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, a quarter of the way through finishing it. So... It, get... the, the, the bottle was half full when I started today, so that's where I am. Wow. Um, yeah, but for, for me, that's that. It takes half a bottle of gin to put a dent in me. That's the problem. So, all right. It's not, anyway, it's not too kind on um, your stomach or your liver, though. In the end, what? See, I didn't start drinking until I was in my like thirties, so my liver is fine. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about doing permanent damage. I'm just talking about uh, your liver just processing what you've done today. You know what? It can fucking work for a day or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. what about your stomach? Do you any stomach issues? No, I'm fine. I I, I had I had a, a small thing of macaroni and cheese for dinner, and I'm good to go. Good to go. And I, I had le- a, I had a salad for lunch. I had leftover lasagna that lasagna. I didn't lasagna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, I like d- leftover lasagna. But I didn't make it, 
So it's like some frozen. Oh, so thing. it was an Italian lasagna. That's why I called it lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> um. So because I didn't watch um. Tusk. Yes. I said, Joey, what are we gonna do? And Joey says, Don't worry about it. We have to do our January episode, so we'll just do that. Yeah. Now the upshot to that is that there's se- oh, there's only seven films coming out in January, right? That's right. Four of the seven trailers we already saw when we went to see saw Jigsaw. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm already more than halfway through. I I only had to watch three f- trailers to catch up. I think probably even less than that. Hang on a second. So the films um, coming out in January. The films coming out are uh, Insidious, The Last Key, which we saw at we Jigsaw. Saw that we saw that trailer at Jigsaw, right. The Commuter, with uh, Lee, Liam Neeson, Jigsaw. saw it at Jigsaw. Uh, then we saw Den of Thieves, which we right. saw at Jigsaw. And The Maze Runner, The Death Cure, which we saw at Jigsaw. Right. And Proud Mary. No, we didn't see that trailer, did we? I don't think Did so. We? No, I don't okay. think so. I must have watched that at home then. I I had already seen that. Because okay. I I didn't watch, I no, didn't watch, I didn't right. wa- I didn't watch any of the trailers. But I watched a little bit of Proud Mary. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save the rest of this for the show. So I know I didn't uh-huh. see it yet. You, you know what it is? Every, what what will happen is like we'll, like every now and then we'll like like three or four of us we sit around you know family time. And we'll go on YouTube and watch like fail videos and BuzzFeed videos. Okay. And uh, every now and then, I'll get a hand a hold of the controller, and then it's a half an hour of movie trailers. Nice. Right, and I think that happened. That was one of the trailers we watched, and everybody's like, "Yeah, it looks kind of interesting." No. So, but I, I'm jumping the gun. I'm sorry. So, just just to say, the only trailers that I hadn't seen until you sent me the list were uh, "Forever My Girl," uh, okay. Twelve Strong." 12 strong. Yep. And that's it. that's it. They're the ones I'd already seen. Um Forever my girl. And right, and I haven't I so and I haven't seen Proud Mary, so there's 3 I haven't seen. You haven't um, seen them yet? You didn't even pre-watch them before the show? No, I like to keep that shit fresh. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm prepared. So and As usual, I'm more prepared. There's only there's two other films. There's two other films. That are coming out wide in January that I did not include because they're both kids' movies. Oh, good, because I, I, I hate criticizing kids' films. And it's Pad- Paddington 2. Now, I've seen the first Paddington. I've actually seen it a few times because my kids absolutely love the first film. I used to like the books when I was a kid. Now, here's the thing with the Paddington film, the first one. Uh-huh. It, at, having seen the movie... It is it is a good film. It's actually a very good film, and I truly believe that it is a uh, a situation where the studios didn't get it. You know this this walking talking CGI bear, and they're like, I I don't get it, and they pushed it into a January, and it actually was very successful. So I have a feeling that the reason the second film is coming out in January is because it was successful the first time in January, kind of like what happened with Taken. Where all uh-huh. of the Taken films were put, were released in January on purpose. Um, so I'm thinking that's why Paddington 2 is out in January. Because the first film was successful in January. Now the other film has a Spanish title. It's Condorito La Pelicula. I don't know what the fuck that means. But it's a kid's film. And it says it's going wide. Which probably means it's going 
at least a thousand screens, which is even though that's considered wide, uh-huh. it's not going to make any money that weekend. So yeah. th- I didn't now, include either of those because they're kids' films. I got to bring this up because um, the, uh, Paddington, Paddington Two actually came up last week, uh, last weekend with my, with, uh, my wife and I. Okay. Uh, I, we were watching um, YouTube clips about like an IT crowd and stuff like that. Richard Ioade, who plays um, oh, right. Moss on yep. the IT crowd. Love him. Yeah. He's in part two. And I, I think she was just going through IMDb because we'll do that at random. And all of a sudden she says, wait a minute. He's in, he's in Paddington 2 and he plays a forensic investigator. What kind of shit is Paddington getting get into? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Is Paddington on forensic files? What's given here? Yeah, right. Well, I just I just stuck in my head. I'm like, what? Well, well, the first film, the main plot of the film was Nicole Kidman is a taxidermist, and she her whole thing is she wants to kill and stuff Paddington. That's part what of what the fuck. That's pretty much the plot of the first movie. Is Paddington two going to be like CSI? Uh, we have semen stains here. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, I don't even want to see the first one. I sound like they're ruining my pat. The whole thing with Paddington was like, oh yeah, you know, I've, I've got a raincoat on and and I'm a, a teddy bear and oh, I'm gonna live with you now. And now it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna kill you and stuff you. Ah, technically he's already stuffed. You do realize that, right? He's uh, a teddy bear. Well, in the film, he's a real bear. He's not. He's a fucking teddy. He was always a teddy bear. God damn it. I'm glad I never watched that. It ruined my fucking childhood. No, it's it's a good movie. Um, it's I think you might yeah, you might like it. What listen, it's a kids film. I watched it because I have kids. You know, that's 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 really how that came about. Otherwise I would have uh-huh. never seen the movie Paddington. I mean, let's get real here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So do we want to get into our first film? Yeah. Okay, you ready? Are you queued up I'm on ready. your end? Oh, am I queued? What, what, what are we watching? We're going to watch Insidious, The Last Key. Now, um, you, you, you should yeah. be able to hear the audio, so since you've seen it already, you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. That That's true. Just go ahead. All right. Whenever you're ready. It, it's, it's going. Any day now. It's going. Is that you or the trailer? It's a trailer. <laughs> no, it's me. <laughs> matters that can't be explained come to me <laughs> it's the mom from Detroit Rock City can be terrifying things I should know I've faced many evils in my life <sighs> oh red door okay <laughs> this was different though the haunted house Is my family's house. What are the odds? <laughs> if we can find out what it is, we can stop. 
stop this curse. To end this evil, That's when Scott and I started laughing. I need to go deeper into <laughs> the further. <laughs> This wasn't the one. Place. No, it was um, scars. Den of Thieves. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna finish it. There's the quarantine scene. Rip off a of quarantine. Mm -hmm. Please, there's someone right in front of you. I don't see anything. Be careful. <laughs> Hope they kill her. You can only hope. I can only hope. No, because this one we knew was January. Like the minute the the minute the fucking ghost puts the key in the girl's throat, you're like, yeah, it's fucking January. <laughs> that wasn't a shock. That wasn't a. <laughs> well, the I mean, first two films right. were not released in January. They were not that they were trying to make a good film, but they made money. But this no, one, they were trying to make a good film. This this I'll, one I'll tested so poorly, I bet. That it just, you know what? And this is an early January release. This is January 2nd. It's like, get that shit out there now. Yeah. It's like, holy God, that's... Yeah, Christmas is barely cold, and this movie's being now, released. No one is seeing this on January 2nd. And I want to say, I like the first Insidious film. I still haven't seen it. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry, it's not January 2nd, it's January 5th. I, I still haven't seen any of the Insidious movies. Right. I like the first Insidious film because they do a lot of old school camera work. It's worth it seeing oh, it just for stuff? that. practical stuff? All right. Yeah. And Insidious 2 was okay. But here's the point. When they made the first Insidious film, they were trying to break out of like certain stereotypes or molds of like these haunted house films. So the big point of the first Insidious film is that it's not the house that's haunted. It's the kid. Because then the first half hour, the first 15, 20 minutes of the film, they're like, oh shit, the house is haunted, let's move. And they fucking move. And they go to a new <laughs> house. And then it's like, oh shit, yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> it didn't and do so anything. she started like, yeah, and this the, the, the third one is like, oh, okay, let's follow the old lady now, we'll help them. And let's just say the house is haunted, which defeats the whole purpose of the first two films. Yeah. So right off the bat, and you know, the whole... Fingers with keys thing? Okay, yeah. Maybe in the 80s. I would have I fucking loved that shit in the 80s. In a comic book? Okay. In, in a film? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it doesn't even look good. I mean, it's got keys no. for fingers. And, and like you said, the whole thing with the... With the, uh, uh, the, um, quarantine. the quarantine thing with the... Yep. What's, what's it? The uh, night vision? Yep. Oh, you know... It was, uh, it, it was used effectively in, um, oh, Silence of the Lambs. No, 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 no. I'm talking about more recent films. Oh, uh, don't, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Okay. Oh, and the blind guy. The oh, blind guy. yes. Don't breathe. Yep, that was done. It was done very well in that. Used effectively then, because first of all, it wasn't somebody using one. It was just a camera doing it. And two, it was, just, it was just like tension wasn't drawn to it. Uh, but like you said, this one is like a blatant ripoff of the fucking quarantine films. Complete ripoff. One, one, one and two, by the way. I never bothered with the second one. 
Oh, no, oh, oh, hang on, hang on a second. Let me, let me retract. Not the quarantine American... Oh, REC? Uh, but the report, REC 1 and 2. Oh, gotcha. Uh, two sp- 1 and 2 specifically do stuff with the camera thing. And yeah, so that's... Uh, like you said, uh, oh, gee, more of that. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm watching this trailer, and the only thing I'm thinking is, oh, that's the mom from Detroit Rock City. Oh, they're in a haunted house. I like that movie. I like I've never De- seen it. I like Detroit Rock City. I don't know. It's a I'm fun not any judgment. I've just never seen it, but I know her from the first two Insidious films. So it, it's a fun, you know, like a buddy, you know, buddy film or like road trip movie. It, it's a fun movie. Uh, it, it's good. You um, know, what? here's something for you. Since you mentioned Detroit Rock City, um, at, uh, I work in a big, big installation now. Yeah. I work for a big corporation, major corporation. Check this out. We lost our um, ability to like to access our uh, email and phones today. Oh, that must have been fun. Be- because the corporate headquarters in Germany went down. Oh, really? How's that for a big company? Somebody fucked up in Germany, and like I lost my ability to do my job. <laughs> How fucked up is that? That's but, pretty like, fucked like, up. When, you go, when I go into the mornings... Uh, they play music in the hallways for people, and they play these radio stations, and usually it's like country or classic rock. And I went in the one morning, and they're playing the Ramones um, Rock and Roll High School. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm sure that amuses just me and nobody else, so let's move on. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but, but no, no desire to see this one, right? Zero. I, d- right. Dude, I haven't seen the first two yet. There's no way I'm seeing this before I see any of those. Do you recommend seeing the first one? That's the one with Patrick Wilson, right? Uh, sure. And <laughs> sure. honestly, the the big the big thing you'll get this, the third act is when you'll really enjoy it because that's when they do like that really. I'm talking old school camera stuff for like the the Beyond World. You'll dig it. Yeah. All right. Cool. You know. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth a shot. Part two. If you like part one enough, go ahead. It continues the story, whereas this one is like, okay, let's just take one character and move them on. Part two is actually an actual continuation of the story. It's not bad. Okay. But uh, now, uh the yeah, first I, film, the first film was directed by James Wan, and that's probably why it was so good. It um, was I. I don't know, know the if direction's he, a major reason why it works. I don't know if he directed the second one. Something tells me that he didn't. That he probably had a uh, either he wrote the screenplay or at least had a story credit. And in this one, he doesn't direct this one at all. This is just produced by James Wan. So he kind of handed off, uh, you know, the reins, and that's why you, you, it's probably as bad know, as it is. You know, you're in trouble when a trailer starts with. From the producer of... Who gives a shit? <laughs> really? What does that have to do with Jack? Nothing. Absolutely spe- nothing. Spe- speaking of producers, can we? Can I mention real quickly that I can't fucking wait for the Oscars? Because holy shit, is that going to be an empty audience? <laughs> with all the, se- the sexual allegations? Yeah, holy shit. Our, our 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 beloved actors are dropping like fucking flies, dude. And Al, Al Franken say, is going to resign from the Senate. Who? Al yeah, Franken. Franken. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're about to elect Roy Moore pedophile into the Senate. Not, different different podcast. 
I know, but seriously, but it has to be said. To films. Al Franken did, you know, basically did the equivalent of of this. <laughs> air, you know, well, air grab well, boobies. Um, and or, he's going to resign. Or women were coming resign. out saying that he was forcing them to kiss her. You know, I kind of really? understand where they're coming from. But No, I mean, if it's true, as as, then fine, but... But here, let me just let me just say that the silver lining yeah. in this dark cloud of sexual harassment is that Brett Ratner's fucking gone. Yeah, right. Fuck it. Thank fucking God. Finally, women have have come forward and accused him of doing what he's been doing to film viewers for decades. Did you? Yeah. Did you hear what that he did with uh, with um? Oh, what's her name? The girl that played Juno. She was in the no. What? She was in X Men Three: The Last Stand, which Ratner directed. Yeah. Oh, don't remind me. Well, uh, Ellen Page. That's her name. Ellen Page. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he called he he. She was on set, and and one of the I don't remember everything. I only remember one thing that that was glaring. But on a couple of occasions, he was. He went up to Ellen Page and he went over to this other girl that was next to her. He says, "You know, you should fuck Ellen Page to, so, so that she realizes that she's a lesbian." Like and did that and said that in front of the whole crew. And, uh, there, and there was a couple of I, occasions where he said things like that, where it was just completely favorite, inappropriate. My favorite accusation is when this other producer, whose name I forget, I think it was a producer or director, forced someone to have sex with him while Ratner watched. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hope Ratner like just fucking just puts a gun in his mouth. I really do. <laughs> and you um, know what? That's that. I know that sounds harsh, but I've sat through all three of the Rush Hour films. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it's I think it's about time. There's no Rush Hour four. I think it, That's... There 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 comes a time when you just turn the gun on yourself. Please do. Yeah. Oh and, no and no then, fucking um, love for Ratner. And then Bri all. Brian Singer has been removed from uh, the film that he's directing, the uh, Queen, like, biopic film. Uh-huh. Uh, he's been removed from that, so he's not going to be directing that anymore. Yeah, I mean... They're, just, they're like, a third of the way done with that, or halfway done, or some shit like that. Kevin Spacey, Dustin Hoffman... Uh, oh, I didn't know Dustin Hoffman. Yeah! That, you didn't hear the whole thing with Oliver... Oliver, um... John Oliver... I did not. Oh, you got to check this out. There was a 20-year anniversary screening in New York City of Wag the Dog. I don't know how the fuck that gets a 20-year anniversary screening. It wasn't that great of a fucking film. Well. So, all right, right there. But John Oliver was asked to, like, host it, and they have, like, an open panel with all the actors. Right. And and um, there's been, there's, like, two, I think there's two accusations against uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. And... John Oliver called him on it during the Q&A. Oh, Jesus. And got in like a fucking, like a little bitch fight with him. Then it stops. But then like two questions later, Dustin Hoffman brings it up again. Really? And Yeah, yeah. And, 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 is there cause, video? Cause, is there video uh, of this? Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's been in the news for the past couple of days. It's fucking insane. Because it. John Oliver is like, you know what? I'd hate myself if I didn't bring this up. I got to ask you. And then Dustin Hoffman gives like the typical... You know, I don't remember it. I apologize if I, if I, uh, if I did it, and that's that. And then Oliver's like, you know what? That's the kind of response that pisses me off. <laughs> it was just fucking like, like he held him to it. Fucking amazing. 
Rap, uh, John Rappaport, David Rappaport. John, uh, no, it's um, Rappaport. Something rap. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, talentless hack. It was funny if you didn't ramble off a couple of names. I would have remembered what it was. Yeah. Now fuck him. Yeah. There's a reason I don't like Rappaport. Is because Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, because when you watch him in a film, you're like, oh wow, that's cool. He's playing like an idiot, and then you like realize, no, that's just him. (laughs) He's not playing a character. That's how he is in real life. I've been saying that for years. I've always wondered how he ever got famous. Never, never liked him. And then, like, this was like, yeah, this is exactly why. This is what I'm talking about. It's like, but no, yeah, no, they're dropping like fucking flies every day. It's like, what's the next accusation going to come out? And as we, and, and don't forget, after last year, up until a few months ago, we thought the biggest thing this year was going to be the whole race thing about making sure oh. we have enough black actors and black actresses and black directors or whatever right. being nominated. We thought that was going to be the whole to do. Fuck that. Everyone forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, no one, no one remembers the black thing. Now it's all. No one remembers white gold. Now it's all like, yeah. Uh, um, so, we have any rapists on the stage today? Yeah, it's gonna be fucking horrible. <laughs> have they picked the host yet? I have no idea. I I'm not even honestly. I don't even want to look until the, that that night. That's gonna that's gonna be <laughs> soon. Just, it's gonna be soon because they're gonna announce nominations uh, in January. So, I would imagine they're gonna pick a host pretty soon, probably remember, after Christmas. Remember last year when everybody was pissed off that Casey Affleck was up there after the whole thing where he like supposedly asked like you know, like walked in on a girl in the hotel room and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? That seems like nothing now. That's like, oh, Casey, you want to host this year? <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, so what know, did January Dustin Hoffman the highlight of the what, what did Dustin winter. Hoffman say when he what did he say when he brought it back up? I, I I don't remember honestly. Okay. Go just YouTube. Go it. to YouTube. Google it. It's out there. It's fucking. But it's just it's just like no one saw it coming. And also just just for the record, the audience, New York audience, film audience, there because they're film. Fi- if you're in a if you're in New York City seeing a 20 year anniversary on a film, you're a fucking film hardcore fanatic, and they applauded John Oliver wow. multiple times. Wow. Not Hoffman. No. <laughs> uh, no. So I'm, when you got film fanatics, film fanatics siding with the limey, you know, you know something's going on. Limey or the Brit? Limey's Irish, isn't it? Uh, no, limey is well. It, it's also derogatory, but yes, limey. Is, I know it's derogatory. Is, 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 I just is, didn't is, know it was Irish or British. No, it's British. It's British. Okay, yeah. So it stands. <laughs> Sure. So we're only one trailer in. I'm sorry. We're I'm only one trailer in. <laughs> uh, moving well, there's a gold quick. Tra- I, I I promise. Okay, moving on is the commuter with Liam Neeson. <laughs> All right, here we go. Most of us ride this train every day. We nod. We say hello. But how much do we really know about each other? It's my first time on a commuter train. I'm sorry, have we met? No, I'm Joanna. Michael. What if I asked you to do something that could profoundly affect an individual on this train? I don't understand. It's just one little thing. Someone on this train does not belong. 
All you have to do is find them. Why would I do it? In the bathroom, there's $75,000. That money is yours if you do this one little thing. 75 pounds of dollars? $75,000. Oh. You have until next stop to decide. What kind of person are you? Michael, Rector Michael of the McCauley? Shallows. They're watching you. I am not going to do this. Look outside. Southeast corner. Poof. <laughs> don't make me hurt someone you love. I don't know what the hell's happening. It's all over the news. There's a witness who's in deep with the wrong kind of people. If I identify him, someone in this train's going to kill him. You have no idea who you're up against. I'm done playing games. <laughs> I'm not gonna let them hurt you. <coughs> set me up. We have a hostage situation. Take him out. You stop this train now. you to do one little thing oh, <laughs> arriving january <laughs> no it's funny while while you're playing it I'm, I'm i'm watching the trailer and i have subtitles and no one's proofreading the subtitles because it said 75 pounds of dollars <laughs> uh yeah no it's just 75,000. And, and when they say uh, uh somebody in deep with the mob Oh, the subtitles were somebody indeed with the mop. Indeed. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, this is basically um, nonstop mixed with speed. Yeah. With a little bit of uh, um, um, uh, the, the flight plan. Oh, the one. Not the one. Yeah, I know which one. The, the, the not, one where he's the uh, marshal. No, no, no. no not that's nonstop. That's nonstop. That's nonstop. And then speed. But then, uh, not red, not red eye, but the one with um, uh, um, Jody Foster? Sounds of the Lambs chick. Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster. Okay. Uh, I think it was called Flight Plan. I, you're right. It was called Flight Plan. Yeah. Mix those three films together. That's what this is. On a train. <laughs> on a train. On a train. Those three films on a train. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> and you've got you've got Armand Trout from um, from um, Breaking Bad. You've got the You've got uh, Norma Bates from Bates Hotel. Yep. There's just now. Don't get me wrong. I'll watch this film. <laughs> I'll see it. And I'll probably I'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> and it, and here's the thing. I mean, it's a train movie. the The only train movie that's probably and realistically worth watching is probably the remake of Murder on the Orient Orient Express. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually trying to find the original because I want to watch that. I do too. Uh, I, I haven't seen the original in a really long time. Now there's a lot of good train films out there. Now don't forget you've sure. got um, Silver Streak, which is a personal favorite. Personal favorite. Yep. My what, one of my personal favorites is Runaway Train. Runaway Train. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. So get uh, right I, off. I mean, come now, on. Now also, um, Narrow Margin. Oh God, Gene Hackman, Narrow Gene Margin. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say right now, 
Gene Hackman has never made a bad film. Even if the film's horrible, Gene Hackman being in it raises it above bad. Yeah, you know what? I, I have to. I think I have to agree with that. I don't think I've ever seen a film where so, Gene Hackman's performance, character, his whole persona has ruined a film or a bad film has made it worse. It's never happened. The closest you get, closest, is when he co-starred with Dan Aykroyd in Loose Cannons. Loose Cannons. I don't, you know what? I want to say I never saw that. Oh really? I'm, I, I, Holy shit! That was like that was like the last one of the last things that Dan Aykroyd did, I think. I hope. Um, Dan Aykroyd plays this guy that has like no personality, so he fills it with like comic book characters and shit. It's really it's really fucking stupid. Believe me, right off, it's stupid, and it's a <laughs> and they're tracking down like a Nazi film. And and Dom DeLuise makes an appearance for no reason whatsoever. It's really bad. Wow. Yeah, you never saw Loose Cannons. Look it up. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's real. It's really. I, I I personally see that as Gene Hackman's low point. Wow. How I defy you. How long to ago name was that made? Film. What? How long ago was that made? Oh, it's a '90s film. Wow. It's easily a '90s film. It's just when Dan Aykroyd was getting a bit heavy. Janet, well, Dan Aykroyd's done a bunch of stuff after this movie. Then you were saying you hope it was the last thing he ever did. It wasn't. No, 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 no. I, no, no that's not what I meant. Okay. Um. Uh. But um. Uh. It was just. It, it's definitely. I don't know. It's it, it's nineties definitely. But uh. That's the only film that challenges my Gene Hackman theory. Wow. Loose can. I'm yeah. gonna have to look that up. You definitely. It's on my Plex. If you want to take a peek. I think I might. Um, but uh, I'll see this. <laughs> as, stup- as stupid as it looks, I'd see it. And I remember they, they showed that during Jigsaw, and I looked at you and was like, yeah! <laughs> Runaway train exploding? Yeah, I'll give it a look. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Uh, all right, shall we move you on? Know, like like a little while ago, I, I, mean, I don't know if it was last year or this year, uh, I finally got around to watch Red Eye. I hadn't watched it. That oh, wasn't the, that bad. Oh, the uh, that's uh, what's his face, Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Cillian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very that was good. Pretty, that was a pretty decent thriller. That, I was, I was. That in was one of those films. Duration. That was one of those Actually, films where yeah, Wes Craven is you know directed by Wes Craven, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be shit. And it was like, yeah, wow, this is actually pretty good. It was like, hey, Wes. Don't do anything you normally do. He's like, "All right, I'm on it." <laughs> yeah, it was it was decent. It, it, I would even I, I'd watch that again before watching Flight Plan again, which I barely remember. Oh yeah. But it's, it's probably my least favorite um, Jodie Foster film. Period. Yeah. There's um. Yeah. There's a film. There's a plane movie called Executive Decision with yeah. Kurt, Kurt yeah, Russell. Yeah, with Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, I've seen that. And there is a cameo by Steven Seagal. And, uh, I don't remember that. Good. Um, <laughs> but there's a cameo by Steven Seagal. And I remember watching this film uh, with Chris. And we're just going back and forth. And we're enjoying this, mil- the, this movie. And then Steven Seagal shows up. And then we're both pretty much in un- unison going, Oh, man. And then... Something happens, 
and then we're like, wow, this is a good movie again. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's well, like two hours and 15 minutes, and if you take Steven Seagal's part out of it, it's a two-hour movie. There's, it, and you really only get about 15 I, minutes I, of Steven Seagal. I vaguely Seagal. remember that. Does he die in it? Uh, he dies very, very. He dies pretty good too. He gets yeah, caught. Right, he I gets remember, co- now he, I remember. Now I remember. If, <laughs> if I'm I not I mistaken, you guys did. If I'm not mistaken, he ends up in a plane engine. <laughs> and that's one. Of the, and that film is the the uh, the tried and true um, plot device of. I'm not qualified to go on a mission, but you have the knowledge. We have to take you. It's it's like it's it's uh, the rock. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's like every fifth mo- every fifth action film that comes out is the uh I oh no 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 I don't have any experience in this. I shouldn't come along, but we need you here, you know. It's like but speaking of which, by the way, real quick. Yeah. Um Seth right. Rogan's new TV sh- uh TV show um Future Man? Oh. Okay. Have you heard anything about it? No. I caught the pilot last night on Hulu. Check it out. Yeah, really? Okay. Check it out. Yeah. It, it's it's got some film references in it. It's it's a it's nothing smart. It's not it's not the next breaking bad or anything. Okay. But it's but it's about but there's a lot of video game references and a lot of movie references. So we're we're in like Flint. Oh, I'm gonna check it out then. Check check it out, Future Man. And I um, and I still haven't checked out this new one, Happy, that came out, but that's supposed to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh and did- is Preacher not being picked up for a third season, or is just Seth Rogen doing the TV thing too now? Uh, doing the uh, TV I, thing well, now too. Seth Rogen is a. Pro- I think Seth, Ro- Seth Rogen is a producer on Preacher. He is, um, and yeah, they so, helped. They helped write a lot of the episodes because they were there. Seth Rogen is a huge Preacher fan. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Um, and I, I think he's one of the reasons why Preacher is so good. You know, these comic books, with the exception of. Um, uh, um, no, well, that wasn't a pecan book, so I'm not even going to mention the name. But um, these comic books that are finally being made in the TV shows, they're fucking nailing it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm checking real quick here on Preacher Season 3. I haven't heard anything. Um, I, still haven't, yes, Preacher, I still haven't watched Preacher Season 2 yet. Preacher has been renewed for Season 3. Okay, I haven't even watched Season 2 yet. I'm, oh, wait, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's waiting, I'm waiting on Mary Ellen, and it's just, I'm just like, you know what? I think I might just have to watch it alone. The same way I have to watch Daredevil alone. I still haven't seen the rest of the first season. I'm I'm so, now that we're both married men and we can say this to, honestly, I'm done with that shit with T V shows. If there's a show I want to watch, I just watch it and then later I'll watch it again. Yeah. It's not like we don't watch T V shows again anyway. True. I, mean, uh, I watched Breaking Bad go, an entire second she, time. Yeah, she she did that already. Uh she's already on her third go around of Lost. Oh wow! Um, she she freaked out because she reached the end of Forensic Files. See, we oh. mean there's no more seasons. Say, oh, we'll have to try something new, won't we? <laughs> 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 it's like I'm I'm done twisting arms. If, if there's no immediate interest, I just watch it myself after after she goes to bed. We're uh, we're all and, caught up with Better Call Saul. We blew through three seasons. Oh, that's one that we both were in sync on. Yeah, that fucking great. I can't wait for the third season. Fourth season. Um. Fourth season, fourth, four, really four? Yeah, it's, wow. Yeah, four, and the thing is, it's now it's getting to the point of where he's, uh, he's del- he's getting into that dark, you know, that dark area. It's coming. And I read an article where um, uh, Odenkirk was actually 
he's like telling the writers that I, I want to start crossing over with Breaking Bad. Yeah, because they, they asked him like, too. They said, "Listen, yeah. uh, is there any chance of a cross crossover happening?" And he said, "You know what? Uh, if you follow the show, then I can see that it's definitely something that's going to happen." So I'm not surprised that you just said that. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting too. Like if you Google like the timelines and when they start and everything, like it's pretty. You know, it's they're they're a few years away from each other, but they can still cross over the characters and stuff. Well, you know? this is what I think, and I've said this on the show before, and I'm going to stick to it until I'm proven wrong. Season four is going to be him actually becoming Saul Goodman. I think that mm. happens in season four. I agree. You finished season three, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're in agreement then. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, think Saul, Goodman, Saul Goodman's coming out, and by by the end of season four, there should at least be like a partial transition, if I not mean, a full transition. You're going to see a business card on screen or something. It, it's it's some, happening. Yeah. Um, and then oh, I I. So many good fucking TV shows out there right now. Yeah, it's uh, they're calling it the golden age Mine's, of television. Uh, well, but it's not television as we know it knew it growing up. Cause no, for us, television was broadcast television. Yeah, that's no longer. When you say television, it no longer means broadcast television. It nope. means any episodic. We need a new name for it because it's not television anymore. It's episodic, um, serials. Pretty much, uh, it, 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 it never occurred to me. We're, we're doing serials all over again. We're back to like the fifties, yeah. where they used to do like the ten episode serials. Yeah. It's the same format, the same kind of cliffhanger thing, except they don't cheat as much, and it's even the same number of episodes. Back the cliffhanger, yeah. like you go back to like the Copperhead and Batman and Robin, they were like 10, 12 episodes. Yeah, and uh, you know um, what? It, it's really a it's a real perfect way to digest a show. It's coming full fucking circle. I didn't even realize that till now. Yeah. Um, so wow. I think season four, you get you get Saul Goodman, and then season five, they start to cross over. Now, I don't know when it happens, but my prediction is that now, the, the hold fi- on. what what if the whole series takes five seasons, the big finale has to be him becoming Saul Goodman. Uh, well, not if they're going to cross over. I don't think they're going to cross over. Because he's well, when they, when they well over, into when being they, Saul Goodman when he meets, uh, uh, when he when he meets um, Jesse Pinkman and Walter yeah, White. Here's here, here's where we're differing. I think okay. when you say when you and I say crossover, when I say crossover, I mean crosses over with other characters, but before the events in Breaking Bad. I don't think the two shows are going to overlap timeline-wise. I think it I will. Think what? I think it will. No, it's not going to. I, I guarantee you. What's going to happen is they're going to cross over. They've already done it with a couple of minor characters. Yes, I know. Um, uh, but they're going to cross over with other characters. Pinkman, even like uh, Walt, might make appearances all, like like peripherally, but they're not. They're not going to. You're not going to see. Uh, the 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 final the the final episode of the entire series is going to be before the timeline of Breaking Bad, but it's going to hint it. It's not. It's 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 uh, it's going to be everything's going to be before and after, but not during. I, I think I, that's where. I I can see, I can see that happening. Uh, I can see that happening where, like, say, but you for, disagree. Well, I could see it happening. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'm From say, a writer's standpoint, that's how I see it. 
what what I can see, what I can see happening, is two things. One, season four, I you, can see yes, I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. Uh, season four, you get Saul Goodman. Season five, you start to cross over a little bit into Breaking Bad. And maybe in the final season, I would love, I would just love it if they did this. They're, the whole final season of Breaking Bad parallels the final season of Better Call Saul. All of the shit that Saul Goodman... You mean the first season of Breaking Bad? No, the last season of Breaking Bad. How? Doesn't make any sense. I'm saying that maybe they can cross it over. They can... They but can... Not- they can you, cross you can't it. Cross over, you can't cross over the final season of, of, of Better Call Saul with the final season of Breaking Bad because there, Better Call Saul happens before Breaking Bad. No, if, I know if that. You're saying that there's an overlap with the first season of Breaking Bad and the final season of Better Call Saul. Maybe you've got a chance, but what you're talking about with the final season? No, never. I don't know. I'm no. I'm thinking they can do I it would, because Saul gen- Goodman. Gentleman's bet. Okay. Saul Goodman, you know, he doesn't have a huge part in the Breaking Bad you know, universe, you know, as far as that that show goes. He's in it, but it's mainly the, you know, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman show. He, he's, no, he's a major part. Well, he, as far as, like, his, his, his interaction with the plot, season three on, he's a major character. Yeah, and I'm saying you could totally get by season one and two. And kind of, but, you know, interweave season three, four, and five, and mainly five into the final season of Better Call Saul. No, 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 because you're missing the whole point. Better Call Saul is a prequel. I know that. So why would they be like crossing over with seasons four and five? Better Call Saul is going to end before season one of Breaking Bad begins, guaranteed. And I and I can see that. And I and this is and I have a prediction for how. The show ends. I have a prediction for how the show ends. Let's hear it. Okay. Walter White, when he's in his classroom, and he gets paid a visit by Saul Goodman. What? How is Walter White in in Better Call Saul? Can I can I finish? I I I, I've already lost. All right. Picture picture this: the very last episode. Of Better Call Better Saul, Call the very last episode, okay, yes. building up to that very last episode, the final shot of the show is Walter White in his classroom when Saul Goodman walks into the room. No, can I finish? I don't, I'm saying no, but finish. I'm saying I could totally see this. No, so Walter White's in his classroom. Better uh, Saul Goodman walks into the room. They have their conversation, and as Saul Goodman is ready to walk out the door, he he does the line, if you want to keep all your money, you better call Saul. Walks out the door, fade the black, show ends, done. And now... Wrong. Why not? Because... Because that, that is... time they meet Saul. Yes, I know that. But that episode, that last episode, could build up to that last shot. Because from no. that point on... From that point on, Saul Goodman is in with Walter White and Jesse Pickman. We're, we're, we're talking, as far as narrative goes, between the two shows, Uh huh. can't happen. 
Now, gentlemen's bet. Gentlemen's bet. Okay. Now here's the thing: they have all these uh, these uh, flash forwards or present day, you know, the scenes in Better Call Saul. The beginning yeah. uh, of the season and at the end. Although it, they didn't do one at the end of the third season. Um, right. At what point do you think? Do you think at some point that they that takes over and is the show? No, no. But what it's showing is the whole point of him. Like the last time we saw Saul present days when he passed out at the uh, at, at the, the pretzel place. Yes. After Cinnabon. Cinnabon. After um after like the whole thing with the shoplifting kid where he yells, you know, get a lawyer. Get a lawyer. And what what's happening there is he passes out because he can't repress this part of his personality anymore. Um, I think, I, I don't know where they're going to go with it, but you're going to see him reemerge, I think, or self-destruct one of the two. Maybe. But, uh, I, cause I think, well, I think going Vince with Gilligan, that is, I think Vince Gilligan loves Saul Goodman so much that he may not self-destruct. Dude, dude, dude whatever Vince Gilligan does, I'm, I'm fucking in because up, up until, Breaking Bad. I thought Lost was the best written television show ever. Yeah, no, it's Breaking Bad. And and, and for those of you laughing right now, fuck you. Uh, but Breaking Bad was fucking gold. You know, I tell uh, everyone that because I come across a lot of people that still haven't seen the show, and I said, listen, you, you should really watch the show. I I am I am searching. I am honestly searching for a show that surpasses Breaking Bad. It's not going to happen, and if it I, does, well, it's it's going to take day, a while. Someday, someday it might. I hope. because yeah. I. But I can't, I can't, is it going to happen for the entirety of the series? Because a lot of series fall off. Again, this is all I have to cling to now. Don't don't ruin my <laughs> hopes and dreams. Um, because Breaking Bad, uh, Gilligan decided to end that show when it was still. He could have pumped out two, three more seasons if he really wanted to. Well, see, but you're talking about you're talking about a real writer. That's what uh, I'm getting at. He ended the show, yeah. you know, at its at its at its height. That finale. And I'm not giving Lost anything away. I'm too. not even going to say anything said, about hey, it. Hey, yeah, Lost did that too. Lost said, "Hey, we're we're going to go this many, and that's it." Because yeah, they we only can't. did six. Right, and, and they said we we know we can't. You know what? In some ways, it's seven because of the way they split up that season, one season, because of the fucking fans. Fucking fans just need to shut the fuck up. Well, they do that with every kind of show now. They kind of do. No. Like, they'll do like, uh, you know, seven, eight episodes, and then they'll go on a hiatus, and they'll come back and do the, the rest so that every episode goes without but, commercials. But Lost uh, not commercials, was like, without yeah, but uh, Lost without was special rerun. because Lost had that thing where they're like, oh, all the fans are complaining that they want new characters. So they brought in those two new characters, and then it was like, oh, all the fans now hate these two new characters. I guess we have to kill them off. And then it was like, oh, all the fans are complaining about reruns, so let's just break it up into two seasons. And it was like, oh, all the fans are complaining that the one season was all like heavy on this side. And I was like, dude, why listen to the fucking fans? They're idiots. <laughs> Don't listen to the fucking fans. Oh. Uh, well, when they lost its its broadcast television, so they had to do anywhere from twenty to twenty four episodes a season. Oh, gee. so it's a lot of episodes. It's a lot. That, that's and they did six seasons why, of that. That's why I love British television. Like six episode seasons. Yeah. It's like wow, 
Wow. What well, the fuck's that? Well, well, that's that, and that's cable TV shows, and HBO is really the 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 the, the medium that brought it back. Ten episodes, and, twelve episodes. And let me say, let me say this: that 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 Seth Rogen TV show, um, Future, Future Man. Man, that I recommended. It's a Siffy film. It's a Siffy TV show. Oh God, is it really? Yeah. Siffy's actually like finally saying, "Hey." Hey, AMC and all these other fucking channels are like doing hit TV shows. What? Why don't we have one? It's like, oh, because our shows are shit. Let's get some real talent in here. <laughs> Seth Rogen says, hey, let's do this shitty thing about about like a video game geek. And they're like, all right, let's do that. And it's not bad. I'm still, and just call me a geek or just nostalgic. I'm still unhappy. Geek. I'm still unhappy that the Sci-Fi Channel changed it to S Y F Y. Well, I mean, that is like that is so dumb. It, it 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 was a copyright thing. That's all it was copyright thing was because it they couldn't really? copyright sci-fi because sci-fi has been used for the past oh I don't know forty fucking decades or four fucking four de- whatever it's been used way too long as abbreviation for science fiction. They couldn't copyright it, so they're like, well, shit, we have to copyright it. So let's just change the name. Is that why it changed? Yeah, no, that's I, I guarantee you that's why. It, yeah, it's copyright. But it's issue. been the Sci-Fi Channel for like twenty years. Right, but you can't copyright Sci-Fi because Sci-Fi is a genre, is an abbreviation of a genre definition. Well, how have they you been able to do it for twenty it. years then? Well, because they because they didn't care. But then like, they hit a certain point and they were like, "Well, shit, we need to copyright the name." And like, well, you can't because it's Sci-Fi. So, well, let's call it Siffy. Ugh. <sighs> Hey, okay. hey, there's, there's still, there's still ahead of Spike TV. That's all I have to say. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. <laughs> the only thing Spike TV ever did was they brought back Ren and Stimpy, which was a huge failure. Shit, I still remember that. I still remember, dude. I remember like being excited. Oh, me you too. You remember that? We all were. Yeah. We were all, we were all excited. Like Ren and Stimpy's coming back, and we're all like camped out. I was like, Spike TV, I've got cable. Yeah, Spike TV, Ren and Stimpy's coming back. And then the next first then, episode uh, hits, and I text Scott. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm the pitcher, you're the catcher. I'm the pitcher, you're the catcher. Ooh, oh. uh, or, or you're the pitcher, I'm the catcher. Whatever it was. It was like, what the fuck is this? Because throughout the years, they, there was always uh, speculation that Ren and Stimpy were gay. So well, Chris Felucci, what does he do? He does the pitcher, the catcher thing, and it's like, what are you doing? Chris Felucci is a fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's with Kevin Smith on my list of people that I idolized and then quickly hated because he just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I still like Kevin Smith. I'd like uh, to I'd like to hang really? out with Kevin Smith. No, not even. Not you know. You, I I don't know. You know what? I could do it. I, I, I like him you. enough that I could hang out with him. Just, I would only hang talk, out with Kevin talk. Smith and ask him what the fuck happened. <laughs> He'll what tell you, too. Happened? He would absolutely so, tell you, too. I was like, Kevin, 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 Kevin. I went to see <coughs> your, I went to see Clerks three times in the fucking city. We're talking Angelica. Uh, you know, going to see it. I was that enamored with you. Mallrats. I was the only one in the fucking theater seeing that. Dogma. <laughs> I didn't even think that we fucking made when I read the script. I was with you with Jay and Silent Bob. Even Chasing though, Amy. like, looking back, there were, like, red flags in there. Especially the whole attacking the critics thing. Yep. 
But then, like, after that, it's like, dude, when did you give up? When did you decide, you know what, I'm just going to wear hockey jerseys for the rest of my fucking life? I think it was, like, right after Clerks 2. Right? It, it was yeah, pretty right? much when Which, he directed Red State. That's, like, was okay. when it, beginning of the end. All right. Clerks 2, still haven't even tried to watch. Can't bring myself to watch it. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Red State, I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Couldn't get past the first five minutes. It's like, holy shit. This is like the worst fucking exposition dialogue ever. If this is how the whole film is going to be, I'm fucking done. <laughs> I, I was, I, I tried. I tried. And I was like, oh, this is fucking painful. And we're not even past the fucking epilogue yet. Epilogue? Epilogue. Which pro, one? Pro, the prologue? Prologue, thank you. Epilogue's prologue. the end. We're not even past the prologue yet, and I'm already fucking angry. Turn it off. <laughs> if you've seen Red State, I didn't leave the classroom. That's how fucking bad the dialogue was. And and like I always go back to Dogma, the audio commentary, with um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, uh, where, they, where, they, where they pointed out that yeah, uh, Kevin, Kevin hates it when you like change his dialogue because most actors kind of like modify the dialogue a bit because they try to get the character stuff. Right. And Kevin wants you to stick to the dialogue. It's like, yeah, here's the problem, Kevin. Your dialogue's kind of shit. <laughs> and it's okay for mall rats or clerks, but when you get into big budget films, maybe let the people with more experience than you in talking shit actually fucking do it. Wow. Yeah, oh. Yeah, oh, oh, a mutual friend of ours, um, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> he would. Uh, he and Will went to um, the comic store in Red Bank. Oh, how long ago? Oh, this is years ago. Years ago, which is a secret years stash. And 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 uh, yeah, the sta- secret stash in Red Bank, which I went to once, and I was like, like this is a shitty comic store, so I'm gone. I was like, yeah, it's like. Mr. Mr. Fanboy can't even get like decent titles in his fucking res- comic store. Fuck you. Anyway, like they went and everything, and um, uh, they went there and like Kevin Smith, like like his daughter, like Harley had just just been born, okay, or was like new. She was like a t- you know, and like he had her there crawling around the store and passed like, dude, your your kid's crawling around a filthy fucking like store floor. What the, what what are you thinking? <laughs> And, and like apparently later they went to um, the diner and Kevin Smith went was like at the, at the diner, and like he recognized him because he went to the comic store. Like, like like the way he was told to me, he he came to the diner like the booth and like stood in front of him, like hey, <laughs> like expecting to go hey it's Kevin Smith, and and, and Pat was like, yeah what the fuck are you, <laughs> like he knew what he was doing. He was like yeah I'm not doing it. I'm not playing the game. Yeah whatever. And it just ignored him and eventually he just like turned away went away. Oh god. Wow. I, I would have done that to Kevin Smith. <laughs> I again I've never met Kevin Smith personally. I I'm not like maligning him personally at all. But honestly as far as a, a creative person you you you, you jumped to shark way too soon. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I hate it when like people like Kevin Smith or Chris Felucci they come out and they're like, "Oh, look at all this talent," and they're like, "Yeah, I can do better," and they like go to the left, and then like or the right, I'm sorry, 
and they go like go this way uh-huh. and then this way they, they do the exact same thing but worse and then they're like oh well you know you just don't understand what i'm doing so like, yeah i do you're fucking up <laughs> uh i do have a question for you yes how much of that beef eaters left <laughs> that much wow and that's going in the glass right now so <laughs> oh boy you want to get to the third trailer? We're, what? Yeah, we're only two trailers in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let let's if we can let's blow through these. We're already an hour an hour into the show. <laughs> We've done two trailers. <laughs> All right, next one is Proud Mary. This is this is a quick one. Yeah, this is honestly a quick. One. This is easily. Song is, from what I see, so this the best part of the trailer is the song. It's not saying much. I prefer the Creedence Clearwater yeah, version. Give it, a, give it a chance. Nah. Think of Evel- I initially thought this was another biopic about uh, what's her face. Um, What's her name? The woman, the, the the lady that sings the song. Oh, Tina Turner, Tina Turner. I was like, this is this a movie about Tina Turner? Because they did it already. But what's love got to do with it? You a cop? Not exactly. This actress, I don't know, but she just looks constipated all the time. What? Yikes. CGI bullet. couldn't find a spot in february for that movie all right i mean obviously it's coming out in january for a reason all right here, here's the deal here's the this is the black exploitation film that quentin tarantino wishes he fucking shot well, I, maybe i don't know no seriously like jackie brown yeah whatever you El, El, elmore leonard stroke fest and you failed um, I still need this, to watch that the, a second time I, I i hated it the first time i saw it but i do need to see it again I, I never really got all the way through it. I have to go back. Uh, if you ever wa- if you ever go back and watch it again, I'll watch it for the first time all the way through, and we'll talk. Okay. Uh, but uh, honestly, I mean, obviously, there's not much about the plot in this trailer. No. But she's a hit woman. Uh, you pretty much get that from the trailer. Well, I get the vibe of Atomic Blonde, um, which was Last awesome, by the way. Right, Evelyn. Have you ever? Did you ever get around to watching Evelyn? That's the one with uh, Selma, Selma Hayek. Hayek. Yes, I saw that. I All liked right. it. It 
it stretches it a little bit because it's all in one location. Basically, but like the raid, but you know, she's just trying to get honestly, out of that building. If I was going to give you like the film equation for uh, Proud Mary, it would be. Um, uh, let's, let's get this right. Give me an actor. It would be. A, it would be a combination of Long Kiss Goodnight and Cleopatra Jones. Now, Cleopatra Jones is an actual film. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but that's where I'm going. If this is black exploitation, with the female lead, um, brought to the modern, brought to the, like the new new uh, millennium. The millennium. Millennium. <laughs> this is I, no. I sound like Trump now saying, uh, "Shit." Yeah. When he fucked the whole Middle East thing. I saw um, a video but, today where he, you know I have the best words. I have the best words. I, basically, but but when I saw this trailer, I was like, I'd watch this. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't watch it, but I, out of all the out of all the January films, this is probably at the top. This is this is above my list over um, Passenger. Oh, commuter. Commuter, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh. This, this is this is top. This out of all the January films we're talking about, Proud Mary, top of my list. <laughs> top. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm dead serious. Top of my list. I don't know. It's all that beef feeder. I feel like I'm falling apart. <sighs> and you know what? I, I I welcome it. I welcome it. Please, <laughs> just 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 crumb. Like a wet cake. Oh my god! The next time um, you drink well, yeah. on the show, you gotta let me know so I can do it too. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do that in person together. That's yeah, well, that's the, coming. That, that's a gi- that's a given. Yeah, because because um because there's a possibility I might be moving to Texas. Yeah, well, that's definite. It's a possibility. It, it's it's like ninety percent possible right now, and uh, if I do, I'll be further away from Joey, and that. That hurts my soul. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm happy but, for you because it's a great opportunity, but yeah. But 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 whatever house we get is going to have a guest bedroom for you and the little lady when you come down to visit. Nice. You know that. Oh, well, yeah. Um, And I might be making a Boston trip soon, so we have to talk about that. But oh, anyway, okay. um, my, my verdict on Proud Mary is I'm interested. How about you? I'm, I'm not going to go to the theater to see it, but I will watch it. We're not talking theater. No, no, no. No, it's, Jan- no, it's January. Theaters aren't an option. No. <laughs> Unless you got some sort of... Uh, the, like Silly the, duck. Like, like the, no. thing that, the thing that you had where you paid a flat fee and you got to see any movie you wanted. That's the that only was... way I would see this in a theater. See, that was great when I was unemployed. But now that I have like a job, 9 to 5, like wearing like pants and shit, no, I can't do that. You know, although I, we might go see the um, um, the disaster artist in the theater, it's a limited release right now, but it is going to go wide. Um, oh, I'm dying to fucking see it. that that, and Holly's dying to. They're see already it calling. They're already calling that uh, to be nominated for picture, best actor, supporting. Dude, that's why they released it in Jan- in, in fucking December. Yeah, no, Duh. they're 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 already calling it to be. It's gonna. It's going to get a lot of nominations at the Oscars. One of our one of our listeners I talked to on Facebook, he, he messaged me like he's like here's a list. Of, he's in the Midwest where they don't get like limited release films. Okay. She's like, dude. She's like, dude. 
if you see these any of these films, let me know if it's worth it. And like one of them was uh, Three Billboards. Oh, absolutely. The, in Ebbing and County. The and I forget the other one, but I was like, dude, half of the films you listed are on my list, so yeah. And then I remember him saying, like, uh, later he said, like, dude, what's with that um, um, downsizing? Oh, Is the, that the just, like, Damon? a waste or what? <laughs> have you seen the trailer for downsizing? Yeah, I have. I told, uh, he asked about it, and I responded. I said, you know, I get the weird feeling that they're trying to be clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I you know what it is? I think it's going to be the failed attempt at remember remember um remember uh being John Malkovich? Right. Yes. Remember how like a, a revelation that was as a film? Right. For some re- you think reason it's going to be the polar opposite of that. I, it's polar opposite. <laughs> this is the film where they think we're going to be the next uh being John Malkovich. And everyone's like, yeah, no, you're just talking about tiny people, and this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I remember seeing that whole trailer, like, I think I know where this is going, but I don't know why. And that, honestly, my whole response to that trailer for, for small for um, small people, uh-huh. downsizing, yes. is, why? Why did they make the movie, or why are they downsizing in the movie? No, no, no. Like, 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 what's the whole purpose? What, what's the message? What's, what's, what are they trying to achieve? It's like, why? Well, I can guess why they're doing it. I no, 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 no. I mean, like, like as far as like what, what, what's the message of the film? Oh, um, why? I it's don't, just, I don't know. It's fucking. I mean, it, it's it's not a possibility. So I, we're we're heading. We're we are way overpopulated on this planet, which is what I'm assuming that the film is going to. Um, no, no, it's, that's not a that's not what it's about. <coughs> it, what the the film is not going to touch on the fact that we're overpopulated. Not even close, dude. Really? Not even close. Well, that's what I would. No. If I had to guess, that's what I would guess. No, that we're completely overpopulated. And this is a way to cut down on the population. Nope. 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 Guarantee. Guarantee. Without a doubt. That's Ooh. not where they're going with it. Gentleman's bet, then. They're, they're going for some kind of weird metaphor that's not going to fucking work, and no one's going to grasp. Okay. Now I'm interested. Now I have to watch it because of this bullshit. Uh, well, I'll have Thanks. to watch it, too, but... Yeah. Um, next trailer. Next trailer is 12... 12- oh! Strong. Oh, fucking with, war uh, film. With Thor. <laughs> not, not, not even Thor. There's a lot of fucking names in this. Is there? The most important thing a man can Oh, take yeah, it's Michael Shannon. Yeah. The reason why. I knew you'd notice him. I like him. You're in this fight, boys. You marked my no. words. I thought uh, the film that he did, uh, Midnight, Midnight Express? 19 men attacked our country. The 12 of you be the first one that was back. excellent it's us we're going in you know i love you right i would be remiss if i did not say to you it wasn't midnight even in success the odds of you coming home you're 100 percent sir we're coming home <laughs> coming home are we still doing 11 shit you. you take me to the taliban i'll show you okay oh it's the taliban you serious all right, who's ridden before? Anyone? Can't kill, spring break. Trust me. 
pretty hammered. <laughs> hey, this will be fun. Jerry Bruckheimer. 50,000. Yeah. Yours is an army of 12. We've just been handed the most important mission in the free world. Hold on. Our boys are going to ride into battle on horseback? Chances are we are not going to make it out of this one. <laughs> now, what happened back home is going to happen again. Each of you got to make this decision. Nothing I'd rather do. I'm in. Thought you'd never ask. Where the hell do those come from? Take out biggest guns first. I am your biggest gun. Oh cat. god, Are they actually the only way home is using win. the tagline War on Terror. <laughs> War on Terror. <laughs> this is from the towers. You carry that with you. Horse soldiers from the towers. I mean, you know, it was, it was they were really big buildings and there was a lot of debris. But I have this one piece of scrap, so you should hand this because it's important. It's not important. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, here, here's here's a tip: if you're gonna do a serious film about fucking 9/11, which by the way, get over it. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. Um, if you're gonna do a film on 9/11 and like like ta attacking the Taliban with with 12 guys on horseback, which could we just call it war horses? <laughs> um, the guy like here's a piece. This this is from like the this is from the buildings of 9/11. So yeah, you know how big they fucking were. I'm sure there's like there's like there's fucking truckloads of debris from that, but I've got this one little piece of metal that this is important. How is that important? Because it's from the debris. Can you prove it? Do you have a certificate of documentation? <laughs> oh, I don't think you do. <laughs> I really don't think you do. So yeah. it really could just be a piece of scrap metal you found anywhere. Yeah. And if you're going to do a film about 9/11, don't include an alumni from fucking. Daily Show, Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle is the fucking kapow. He, he when you see <laughs> Rob Riggle, you know you're in a comedy, and all of a sudden he's in a serious drama. Dude, fucking stop. I saw him in there, and I'm just like, oh, he's trying to branch yeah. out. What the fuck cast Rob Riggle in a serious role? And not against Rob Riggle. I like Rob Riggle. I have nothing against Rob Riggle. I liked him in 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 fucking um uh the first uh um bachelor party. Bachelor. No, what's party. it called? Bachelor. Oh, um, um, Hangover. Hangover. hangover yes. Uh, hangover. I even liked him in that Ashton Kutcher film, uh, Killers. Oh, that's that's right. Uh, that's the one with uh, Catherine Heigl, and he's a he's an assassin. Liked him in that. Yeah. I like Rob Riggle. I liked him in Daily Show. I like him other stuff. Don't put him in a serious fucking like like. Uh, here's the actions that actually happened of, of soldiers attacking the terrorists, and you know. And I love the one part where they say, "If we don't do this, it'll happen again." And this is like a week after 
just like a month after or a few weeks after, like an a supposed ISIS terrorist like drove a tr drove a fucking rental truck down the wrong way street in Manhattan and killed a, uh, like a dozen people. And I was like, oh, it's terrorism again. So I guess you didn't stop it, did you? <laughs> oh wow. No, seriously. What the fuck? I, I, are they still making movies like this? Apparently they are. Obviously, but, but it's coming out in January, so that's a sign that uh, it, it's not. It's a it's a shitty movie. It, it, yeah, and you know what? Usually they wait till the credits to say no animals were harmed in the making of this film, and it's in the trailer. <laughs> because they mentioned horses. They, yeah, we didn't kill any horses when we're making this film. We promise, uh, <laughs> you know, we're not going to make the same promise about any, you know, Afghanis because you know it's cheap to film out there. Um, <laughs> I guess the Benghazi film didn't make that much money. Go figure. Uh, it didn't make enough. It didn't make a lot of money, but it made enough money for them to, I guess, consider uh, doing another film like it. You no, know, they're going to keep doing war films, and you know, again, I'm a bad, I'm a bad. Um, like like our our um, previous movie sarcastic uh, guest was uh, what was his name? Wow, I mean, how uh, Doctor uh, Oh, uh, John Dimes. John Dimes, thank you, John Dimes. It's not it has nothing to do with him. I'm just a little under the weather. Sure. You know what I mean? He, he wrote he wrote um, a he wrote a book called uh, "There Are No Bad Films, Only Bad Audiences." Right. As, he, as he would say. I'm a bad audience for this film. And when it comes to war films, I'm a bad audience for this film. <laughs> Even though our last Oscar tirade, um, I was taken over by Hacksaw Ridge, which I thought was a fucking great film. Yes. And, that, um, and that, the violence in that really put you in a, in a, in oh, a weird way. That film fucked me up. <laughs> but I got a feeling like watching this film... This is like The Rock, but with horses and like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Seriously, you watch this film it was like, all right, this is like The Rock. This is like, oh, and we're gonna go in and Hacksaw Ridge had a bit of reality to it, and that's what got to me. Really, this film, like you watch it, there's no fucking reality. Thor's on a horse. Uh, what's his name? The guy that was the accountant in uh, Drive Angry. He's like this bald. What fuck? What the fuck happened to him in the last few years? All of a sudden, he's like bald and misshapen and like like uh, gangly. Well, he's always been that way, but he's just getting now older he's now. Bald that way. She's getting old now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I hate because you watch these guys and you're like, oh, I like this film. So you watch the same film 10, 15 years in a row, and then you see them in a new film. And it's like, holy shit, what the fuck happened to him? Well, it's time. First thing I ever saw him in was the film uh, Drive, where he played the the cop, and they had. Uh, uh, they were they were the ones. Uh, him drive. drive. That's the one with martial uh, arts film. No, no, that's that that's Different the one drive. with Sarah. Well, yeah. he was in. No, he was oh actually, no, wait, maybe it's not. A, no, it's maybe it's not Drive. Is it the film Go? Drive. It's the film Go. 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 Make Sorry, not I Drive. I don't remember it, but uh, but he was in um, Ally McBeal. He was an Ally McBeal. The first thing I ever saw him in was a go. And then, not McBeal. Why would you listen to me? There's no fucking. I never watched the show, so I'm gonna agree with you. I'm wrong. Fucking call but, me on it. He, but, he was listen, not Ally. McBeal. I can't call you on it. I never watched the show. If you said that he's in it, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm wrong. I'm if so I wrong. say it, you could expect it to be correct. <laughs> Honestly. 
I was thinking about him this morning, actually, because I was thinking about um, Drowning Mona. Oh. The father will <laughs> we'll trim your hedges, we'll mow your lawns, and we'll kiss your ass. <laughs> wow, I, I haven't <laughs> seen the, Drowning the Mona in a long the whole time. Film. He's like, uh, uh, sorry about your loss. <laughs> and he says that, well, you know, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this show and you've never seen Drowning Mona, fucking find it and watch it. That's right. That is like that is like a piece of comic gold that like was lost to time. It was never acknowledged for the genius it was, but but Drowning Mona is fucking awesome. It's a really good. You know what? I don't think I have it on my Plex. I'm gonna have to go get that tonight. Uh, oh, uh, and but I, the uh, like with me. Uh, the one the one line Holly and I will share occasionally was uh, is uh, dude, she's only fourteen. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> and Bette Midler, <clears throat> at her worst, is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Drowning Moon is a fucking gem. That is like a perfect gem. It is like the, fucking awesome. But the first thing I ever saw him in was Go. The second thing I ever saw him in was, I believe it came out the same year or just slightly the year uh, year after, was Albino Alligator. Which was oh Ke- yeah, which was, Albino Alligator is a great film. Which was Kevin Spacey's directorial debut. Was it? I didn't even realize that. That's yeah. a decent film. Is that based on a stage play? You, if it's not, it feels like it is. It really feels like it. It almost yeah, feels. It feels kind that. of mammoth-ish. Wait, you know. Well, no, but it makes too much sense to be mammoth. Well, this is true. But the, the, again, if it's a mammoth film, there's going to be dialogue that doesn't make any sense. Be like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but it's cool. I wonder if it's based if it's a a book. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up now since we're talking about it. But um um, I have to go back and rewatch Go because I don't remember him from Go. What was he in Go? He was the cop. Him and his wife. Uh, I don't. Remember. Basically, Jay Moore and I forget the other actor. Uh, they're actors and they get in trouble, so he uses them to put on a wire. Uh, to to do some undercover go? work for them in Go. We're talking, the same, we're talking about the same movie, like with the kids like dealing ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. this little okay. kind of subplot. Shit, I, it's been really way too long. Uh, honestly, if if you if you like like if you grilled me, if you put a gun to my head, the only thing I remember from Go is is um, I think it's the guy that played Xander in uh, in um, Buffy. Buffy? It's not him. Um, no, it's not him, but it looks like him. And he's like high in ecstasy, and he's playing with a scanner at the at the grocery store. Right. That's all I remember from that movie. And he's just putting his hands. He's going beep. Yeah, beep, exactly. Beep, and he has this weird fantasy beep. where he starts making out with like the cashier. Yep. That's all I remember from that movie. Now that's oh, all, really? that's, that's only memory left I have of that film. Um, but he plays the cop in the film, who. Uh, he's not only a cop, but he also sells like this knockoff stuff. Like he sells like knockoff cologne and everything that they have on the dinner table. Got from like this uh, this warehouse knockoff, you know, thing that they're doing. I remember none of this. <coughs> none of this. I have to go back and watch the whole film. Right. Um, I just it's it a up. it's a really and, good film. Albino Alligator does not appear to be based on a play or anything. It's, it's, there's only one writer listed. Yeah, it's written by Christian Forte. Christian. 
Right. You're breaking up horribly. It's like something's going on with your internet. What? No, there's nothing wrong with my internet. Well, it ain't the alcohol. It could be. It ain't. I've got th- I've got this much left. It is not. Um, what's the next trailer? The next trailer is um yeah. What is the next trailer? Let's find out. Den of Thieves. <laughs> with 50 cents. Most important, don't keep your finger off the trigger at all times. This is the one we started laughing out loud. When that happens. I lean over to Scott and I'm like, this feels like a January release. Keep your eyes open. Every cop in the country is going to be looking for us. Big Nick, original gangster cop in the flesh. What's your tally? Four dead, six on the way to the hospital. I tell you, he's a bad guy. I'm gonna make you a deal. Give me the names of all the guys who got away. I'll get you a medic. Ain't no snitch. Yo. He's done, son. We got a problem. This major crime. Get to know your enemy, boys. Every big time crew has been busted. These are the guys who took him down. I already don't give a shit. Addicted to heists. In my mood, you shoot them. You understand? Sooner or later, I need their fix. <laughs> you could. Yeah, man. We do it. I think at this point, I leaned over to Joey and I said, "The Federal Reserve." It's like Fort Knox. There's anywhere between $500 billion in there. Every millimeter of it covered by cameras, sensors, and motion detectors. Stand across the street and stare at the building for two minutes. You have security on your ass. And the bank has never been robbed. That's why we're going to rob it. Every time I'm on the street, I hear ya, 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 ya. Man down. Where you from? We got to move. Where you go? Where you from? Where you around? Next year. Coming in January. Do you know what this means? It means I am a member of a gang. Only we have badges. Which means you are done. Do you look like the types who arrest you? No one could that see that. Put handcuffs, drag you down to the station. We just shoot you. Boom. You're not the bad guys. The Punisher. We are. Seem like the whole city go against me. So yeah, I lean now, over to Scott and I go, "This smells like a January release." Yeah, about halfway <laughs> through, and then at the end, big letters, "Coming January," <laughs> and then like, and then like the trailer ends, like like, and when it says "Coming January," the music stops, dead silence, and the whole theater dead silence, and this Joey and I going. <laughs> 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 I, I just, I just know people around us. Like, what the fuck are they laughing at? The only other time I've had that experience was when I was what I, I went with Stacy to watch um, Con Air. Oh, and Joe Pesci. No, not Joe no, Pesci. no. Stevie Buscemi. Stevie Buscemi has the line where he says, "I once drove through three states wearing a woman's head as a hat," <laughs> and then it cuts to like a, like a barren landscape, and the sound goes low, and all I could hear was, and Stacy and I and her fiance at the time. And all you can hear is Stacey Knight is going, ha, 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 and everybody else, dead silence. It's like, oh, are we the only people watching this film? What the fuck's going on? 
Um, and the I only, remember the, I turned the, to you halfway through the film yeah. when I said, so it's heat, right? <laughs> <laughs> the only other time that I had that experience uh, is we all went to go see uh, uh, The Birdcage. And there was a scene in the movie. <laughs> Hold on. I, I didn't see The Birdcage with you. Yes, you did. I saw, it with, I saw it with Francesca. Then you saw it again with me. Did I? Yes. No, I did not. No, no dude, no, I'm telling you, you were with, I know for an absolute fact you were with me in the theater to see The Birdcage. I guarantee you I was not because I went to see it with Francesca. And I'm telling you, then you saw it again with me. You saw it with I me. Yes, you did. I think you're confused. I'm not confused. Anyway, go ahead. You go ahead with your story. But anyway, the scene in the film where they're reporting on the senator that has died uh, and the <laughs> prostitute that he was with, and he says, and and she reported that his last words were, the money's on the table, chocolate. <laughs> dresser. Dresser. The dresser. Right. All right. Money's on the dresser, chocolate. The, mo the money's and on the dresser, chocolate. And this is why I know I didn't see it with you. I, 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 I We'll have did. to hash this out later. I saw this when Francesca in the theater. This is when I was seeing uh, a married woman. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is decades ago. And I don't, I'm not running for Senate, so fuck you. Uh, and, um, I think that movie came out in 97, so it's got a 20-year yeah. anniversary. This, yeah, there you go. So the scene that I remember I lost to that. Where the theater was quiet, it was me just going, and I remember, I remember literally stomping the floor. Was when um, um, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane, near the end, where the, where he's at the dinner party and they're talking about abortion, and he says, "Well, you know, I think they should kill the mother. I mean, because you know the baby's gonna die anyway, so she might as well go down with the ship." And that's when I lost. I was like, <laughs> "Bam, bam, 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 bam." <laughs> Uh, but the but, money but on the dresser. I have to hash uh, yeah. memories later. I'm, I'm guarantee I didn't see it with you. I, I'm telling you, I saw it with you. I was dragged <sighs> to see it. I didn't want to go see it, and you dragged me to saw, see it. I only saw it once in the theater, so it wasn't with you. Are you sure? I'm positive, dude. I, I'm telling dude, you, you dragged dude, me to see it. Dude, there's a handful of films I saw with Francesca, and, and I'm not. I'm not saying you didn't. I, I did not see it again. It was somebody else that dragged to see it. Because the, the, the number of films I've seen in the theater more than once, I can count on one hand. And, like, uh, by will. So all the Star Wars shit when they did the re... Dude, I'm, I don't, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Right? No, this is correct. Okay. When they came out with the Lucas remakes of those... I had to see each one of those fucking things three times. Oh, God. Yeah, that came out in 97. The Bird came out yeah. in 96, so it had its 20-year last year. Um, right. But 97 is when they re-released those Star Wars films. Right, and when they re-released them, I had to see every one of them with you guys and Gary. Yeah. Because you're all fucking Star Wars fans. I had to see them all my father, because that was one of the few films that he and I actually you know, bonded on, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then my girlfriend at the time, um, Diana, oh, uh, I had to see them with her, too. I'm fucking falling asleep during these fucking things I'm seeing. I don't like Star Wars, and I'm watching reboots of them three fucking times. Jesus, what's wrong each with you? Each one! Each one! 
fucking living hell. Wow. So I remember films I've seen in the theater more than once. Scream. Um, I dragged Doug to see. I think uh, the um, what's 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 the uh, Adam Sandler um, Wedding Singer. I Wedding saw like Singer. two or three times in the theater. So with me. Because yeah, right, because it had parallels to my current life, and I was fucking insane. We saw it, um, you saw it the first time with me, and it was on fucking Valentine's Day. He, oh, yeah, what yeah. What a mistake that was. That was. Right a half, yeah. That was a... <laughs> <laughs> that was, I guarantee that was one of Joey's, like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy times in his life? Well, no, I, dude, I was, I was not seeing anyone at the time. I was... It, 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 yeah, I, I I wasn't where you were, but but believe me. <laughs> and and you know what? I could understand. Yeah. Well, that was the night I was hitting on the bartender, the uh, the the chick bartender. That wasn't the same night, was it? No, yeah, that it was. Not the same night. It was. That was the one where I was hitting on the chick bartender, the bar that we no, were we at. Were, we were Hoboken the whole night. We didn't see that before we went to Hoboken. Yeah, we did. Did we? Dude, that was the night we went to go see the wedding singer. We went to dinner. Then we went to Hoboken and we went to. Clarify. Let's clarify. When you say you were hitting on the bartender, what you mean to say is you were planning on hitting on the bartender up until after they actually closed. Yeah, this is also true. I I was, (laughs) I I was, I was building up to it. Um, and then they had the uh, the the the, 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 oh fuck, what's it called? The they had um, that thing at the bar. We were at the the, the Cadillac Lounge, and um, at behind the bar they had that. You'll know you'll you'll remember what it's called. I don't, but it, it's a circle, right on a on a stick, and it had like uh, the uh, like lightning or. Oh, okay. It's not what it's called, but I was calling it a scrying window. You're right. That's right, but it's, right. you're right. It's I, not I, what it's called, but they, they yeah. had one of those. That that was that was the place of the Buddha. Because I remember telling Joey, "Hey, look, it's a scrying window," and like, because because I'm 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 like re- referencing Lovecraftian mythology, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's a funny like lightning thing we put on the wall." What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> now, Bahama Mamas is the place we went before that. We were bar hopping. We went to Bahama Mamas, Black Bear, right. and Cadillac Lounge. Bahama Bahama Mamas is the place that sticks in my mind because, first of all, the guy behind the bar... They wouldn't let me in. Security. I was wearing a hat, remember? What? They wouldn't let me in because right, I was wearing a hat. hat right, but then the bartender, and they had this weird, like, like they had, like, a blow dryer with a with um, toilet paper spool on the end that they, they blow out. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. For some reason, the bartender thought I was funny and I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> the bartender was like, like he pointed me like, ha, 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 give him a free drink. I was like, what'd I do? <laughs> I was like, is he hitting on me? I don't get this. And that was the place where they had the, the 25 cent um, kamikaze shots. Uh, kamikaze shots. And I went to the girl and said, give me 10. <laughs> and she, now, and let's, let's, let's clarify. The shots were like in a fucking thimble. They yeah, weren't real it, shots. Yeah, it was. It was t- well, that's why they were a quarter. Right, exactly. So I said, give me 10. And she looked at me and said, you know these are going to hit you. And I said, look at how big I am. Give me 10. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you arguing with? That's right. <laughs> that was the night we had to get the top, and dude, I want to top it. That was also the night. That was also the night yeah. that, because we took the, we took the, uh, the yes. subway uh, yes. to there, and 
I hopped the turnstile because I gave you my last dollar and I got a ticket for it. Right, and no, and and just to clarify, no one fucking asked you to jump a turnstile for me. No, no one did. Okay, just to clarify, I was trying to get changed for twenty, and you're like, dude, I got this covered. So he decided no, to no, jump no, a turnstile. No, no. You weren't trying to get. You then, had no money left, and I had one dollar. I, I had no. I had a twenty, and I had to get change. And we and like we're like trying to find a bar to get change. Like, no, don't worry about it. Because at the end of the night, I was like, dude, take my twenty to help pay for your fine. Is <laughs> <laughs> that was that what happened? That's exactly what happened. I remember that. And the funny thing is, they had they had a lookout. Uh, that was watching for people jumping turnstiles, and then they had it wasn't even a cop; it was like a transit cop. Uh, yeah, it was just cop. dude. You hadn't even like like your feet hadn't even touched the ground. He was like had his hand on his shoulder, say, "Hey, dude, guess what?" At that point, I should have just said, uh, uh, "Go away." I don't think I don't think that they can do anything. You should have ran for it. He's <laughs> like, "Bah!" Like I'm giving you, you know a ticket, what? and I'm like I'm I not wonder, taking the ticket. I wonder if you jumped the turnstiles the other way and ran back up to the street, could they do anything? Probably not. It's, it's technically not a crime until you've actually ridden the train. This is also correct. It, it only took us 20 years to figure this out, but yeah. All right, what's the next trailer, sir? All right, the next trailer is uh, oh, I think it's that fucking Forever Girl Gone. Oh. Fucking Christ, yeah. Play that real quick. This is... I think it's only a minute long, I hope. No, it's two minutes long. Forever My oh. Girl. And this is essentially like a country music movie. Stop the trailer. Stop the trailer. Okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Honestly, this is basically Rascal Flats turned into a two-hour film. Yeah, and I fucking can't stand country music. Hey, you it, know it what? Just... Rascal Flats is probably very dated. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so let me rephrase it. This this is like new a, new country, like fucking shitty ass ballads turned into a two-hour film. Yeah, Done. A, it, That's it, it. That's it, all you need to know. It's a concert filled with Trump voters. That's really uh, not, all it is. Yeah, I, I mean, the the whole... Uh, I cut it short, because let me explain to you. The whole trailer mm. is a, a Rascal Flats guy singing about country music, yeah. and then flashes of his whole life where he dumped a girl before their wedding, and then came back after he was a rich and famous country singer, and like like comes back and gets her. Really? That's what it. Uh, that's what this movie's about. Yeah. That from the trailer, that's what I got. Should we finish watching the trailer? No, <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. You sure? I'm. I'm a hundred percent. There's nothing else in this trailer worth watching other than him singing about uh, "Don't water my whiskey" or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, don't pour water in my whiskey. Yeah, that's it. There, you right. know, you're done. Let's 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 uh, move to the next trailer then. Everything you got from that, oh, like, ten seconds, I guarantee you, the rest of that two-minute trailer doesn't change it at all. <laughs> okay. You know what's going to happen. He left the girl. He goes back for the girl. It's called Forever My Girl. Mm. Done. 
done. Holy shit. The, the, the film should end with him being killed during the 9-11 tragedy. <laughs> like, like, the, like the guy from the Twilight films. Like, oh, wow. Remember All that right. movie? The Twilight movie? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, this film. There's a reason this film. This film was destined for January when it was greenlit. <laughs> I think they even said, you know what? Let's make this. It'll fill the spots in January because it's getting kind of lean. Yeah, there's only seven movies. How is there only seven yeah. movies in January? And only one of them is a horror film. This is also true. All right, let's and, move. And, and, but, but typically, one of them is a Liam Neeson film. Go figure. <laughs> uh, let's move to the next trailer then. The last trailer. The Maze Runner. The Death Cure. What is this place? Who put us here? Basically, uh, Divergent slash Hunger Games. You're so close to the truth. Don't you want to know why this all happened? Three years we spent behind walls trying to break out. And now we want to break back in. I get shotgun. You can't save everyone, Thomas. I can try. Sir! When the hell does it stop? It stops when we find a cure. There is no cure! Thomas, you can save your friends, or you can save us all. Yikes. They lifted a train car with a helicopter. I've never seen that before. <laughs> An, that, another kid's novel, uh, a young adult novel turned fucking mega epic series. Here's what I love about this film. Maze Runner comes out 2014. That's the first one. Wow, they've made right, three second, movies in three years? No, no, they haven't. 2014 was the Maze Runner. Yeah. 2015 was the second one, Scorch Trials. Then... 2018 is like you know maybe we should finish the series. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Well, what, uh, kind, what kind of money did both of those movies make? I bet they made nothing. That's your category. I don't. I don't get involved in that. I'm gonna find out right now. Now the Diversion series, which you brought up, a little more um, successful, but they kind of did the same thing. They made well, all three of those, and I think four. they. They did four? I'm pretty sure there's four. Am Jeez. I wrong? I don't know. Oh, no. It's a trilogy. It's Divergent, Insurgent, and Allegiant. Which, okay. hey, you know, if you're against using numerals, I guess it's good just to name each film a different word. Yeah. All right. Because so, who's going to catch that? So the first Maze Runner movie came out September 2014. And it cost $34 million, made $32 million its opening weekend, $100 million domestically, $245 million foreign, made $348 million worldwide on a $34 million budget. Huge, make a huge success. Yeah. Now, now, according to the, according to the uh, accountants, they yeah. broke even. Well, second film so, came out September... 2015 doubled the budget yeah. at 61 million <laughs> made 
made thirty million its opening weekend. So I had it this the same kind of opening weekend. Uh, eighty one million domestic, two hundred and thirty four and three hundred and twelve million worldwide. So it still made over three hundred million. Now, that was in two thousand fifteen. This time around, no September release. And it's a January release now. There's no budget listed, although I'm pretty sure it's going to be under the $50 million. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, don't see they're, this film doing anywhere near what the first two did. I think their big budget block, uh, big budget buster was the lifting a train with a helicopter. So. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I mean, I'm trying to think back. I mean, I know we had films when we were kids that mm-hmm. had young people in them. But did we have this fucking, like, uh, this this epic trilogy bullshit when we were kids? Like, oh, here's a bunch of teenagers doing a bunch of things for three or four films in a no, row. No, we never had that. The closest thing we had was the Indiana Jones movies. Which was, the, there's no teenagers in them, so what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm just talking about episodic type, you know. I'm chron- talking about chronological films, <clears throat> um, or young young people, young people. I, I don't think you can count Back to the Future. Maybe like is, is there an equivalent? Is there an eighties equivalent to the Divergent series? That's my question. I don't think so. No, me neither. I, I re- no, I really don't think so. How long have we been, we've been recording? Two hours? Uh, one hour and 49 minutes. Wow. But the the Divergent series, the first film comes out, $85 million budget, makes $150 million domestically. Oh what? Excuse me? It made is, 100... that, is that just... Is that in the theaters or does that include streaming and shit? No, that's just theaters. Uh, did, first the, film, Hold on. The, I, I actually watched a third of the Divergent film, the first one. You're telling me that film made a hundred and something odd million dollars? 150 million here domestically. Made, it did horrible foreign. Uh, it did 137 in the foreign market and only made 288 yeah, million. Pasty, pasty fucking teenage Americans. Yeah. Like whining about a future apocalypse. What the fuck? Then the second film, Insurgent, uh, <clears throat> did pretty much the same thing. They, man, they upped the budget to $110 million. I, I remember the night clearly. I was in Fargo. Mm. Uh, I was about to spend um, two days training a bunch of fucking idiots how to use a program. Okay. And uh, I was in a hotel room after the first day of teaching a business owner and their fucking stupid uh, the employees how to use a program that it took me uh, like two weeks to learn. And I went back to a hotel room and was like, I, I, I want to die. <laughs> and all I could find was this Divergent series. And I watched the first film. And I, I got as far as... I got halfway through it. And I was like, it was I was crying. I was like, this is fucking... This, this is just beyond fucking bad. Oh well, the I, second you film. Know what, you know made, how bad it was. Well, I found myself thinking, "I wish I was watching Solar Babies right now." <laughs> that's how bad it was. Yeah, that's like yeah, Solar Babies. Hey, that had some like good points to it. Mm. Oh shit! So the second, I think the, the second film made three hundred million worldwide. But uh, domestic. Yeah, and then. But how much domestic? 
130. So just a little, it made 20 million less than the first one domestically. Is that, is that just in the theaters or is that like streaming too? Theater. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then the third film, Allegiant, Allegiant made only 66 million domestically. That's more than it should have made. Well, I mean, it cut in half. What is going on with America's youth? Cut in half. Uh, a foreign market still did on par with the other two did, except now it only had a $66 million take here domestically, so it only made $179 million. The budget is not listed, but you can pretty much guarantee it's probably still around the $100 million mark. And apparently a fourth film is slated called Ascendant, but there's no release date. Good. Um, now, I have a, something I want to do a quick aside on, but before we do that... The Hunger Games, on um, the other hand. Holy jeez, we're talking billion-dollar franchise. Well, yeah, I don't want to talk about the fucking Hunger Games. Um, I even read half of the first novel. Um, I, I, I don't even want to explain why. No. Uh, out, of the set, now out of the January films, let's do yes. the finger list. Oh, wow, we're going to do the finger list? We do the finger list with the January films. Okay. Do you have that sound effect in the <laughs> Apparently you do. Of course I so, do. Finger list. Out yeah. of these seven films, which one now for those we haven't done the finger list a while, so let's recap. We used to we used to cover like all the opening films uh, for the weekend when we did the show, but we had to stop because we, we would spend an hour and a half doing just the opening weekend before yeah. we even got to our review. We would do the top ten and you're right, it would be at least an yeah. hour. It'd be insane. We'd go on tangents, and it was fucking insane. We had to stop. But what we would do is we would go over the the uh, films coming out in the top ten films of the past week, and we would say, okay, which one of these films would you rather cut your pinky finger off Yakuza style rather than see? Like, you're, you're at the theater, and the gr your girlfriend says, let's go see this. You're like, you know what? I'm going to chop this fucking puppy off right now. This is an easy one because, for me. Yeah. All right, so, so what's your finger list? Out of these uh, seven films. I would rather cut my pinky finger off than to go see Forever My Girl. I think it's unanimous. I, I can't think of... Uh, even Maze Runner, I'm like, all right, yeah, they left the train with a helicopter. I'll see that. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no fuck... One, I hate country music. Two... Okay. Two, the, the storyline, if you're even half halfway even remotely accurate about the storyline, I don't want to see that. I, I'm going to... Uh, what's the word? I'm going to... Um, not verify. Fuck, what's the word? I want to um, justify your... I, it's not the word I'm looking for, but I want to justify your, your statement Okay. with Forever My Girl. I've actually been to a live Rascal Flats concert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for the entire concert. I have survived through that, and I'm with you. I'd rather cut my fucking finger off than sit through this fucking film. Yep, so Forever My Girl, Forever My Girl. is the finger list. Yeah that's, that's, that's ah! finger list right. yeah, that's us cutting our pinky finger off right there. Oh, fuck that. No, no fucking way. No, I'll watch 12 Strong twice. Yeah, sure. All right? I'd, I'll, watch, I, I'll watch Maze Runner and 12 Strong back to back. How about that? I would sooner buy... All of the January films, then watch Forever My Girl. I'd rather sit through the Maze Runner trilogy, <laughs> sober, 
<laughs> then fucking sit through Forever My Girl. What's the runtime of Forever My Girl? Uh, actually, I have it up on the screen. Forever My Girl is. Oh, come on. There's no runtime? Hold on. There's got to be a runtime. They always have a runtime. There's no runtime. There's got to be a runtime. On IMDb? There is no runtime on IMDb. Seriously? No, look harder. Dude, I'm telling you. I, I don't believe you. Hold on. Hold on a second. What's it called? Forever My Girl? Forever My Girl. Forever My Girl. By the way, they, um, that 12, no 12 Strong, yeah. they should call it War Horses. War, you said that already. Did oh, I say that Here already? it is. The runtime is, is on Box Office Mojo. Holy shit, there's no runtime on IMDb. No, I know, but it is on Box Office Mojo. The film is an hour and 44 minutes. Whole, that, that is like 25 minutes too long. That is a long movie. Oh, the fucking poster. Holy shit. It's the guy with the, with the. Who's this fucking asshole, by the I, way, with I, the thick I, eyebrows? I, I don't know. Uh, Alex Rowe. What the fuck's he been in that, that I recognize him from? Vaguely, that, it doesn't matter. He look. He looks like a Casey Affleck, like wannabe, but with like bad facial hair. <coughs> uh, He's oh, only done he was in the, two other films. He was in the Fifth Wave, which I never saw. Oh, he was oh, in Rings. Rings. I still haven't seen Rings. I want to see Rings. Sniper Legacy. Okay, but he's been in jack fucking shit. He's only been in two two movies other than this. Oh, no, three. Hot Summer Nights, Rings, and The Fifth Wave. Hot Summer Nights doesn't count. Fifth Wave was a major film that no one saw. Uh, also Rings, also a January release. Seen, how come I still haven't seen Do you have a copy of Rings? I don't. I don't either. Rings, like, like it never came out. Like, and you know why? a copy available. You know why? Because I don't why? care. <laughs> I want to see it though because Ring Two was so fucking bad. I'm hoping they did something good with the with like the uh, like penultimate sequel. I mean, they might have. Didn't Rings come out in January as well, along with the Fifth Wave? This is like the January boy. I don't know what time. Ring oh came no, out. Rings well, came out February third, so February it was 3rd. it was on the cusp of a January release, but yeah. Because I still I'm still in the band camp i'm still in the camp that uh i loved the first ring and then like ring two was fucking like painful yeah oh, it was so awful. and dude uh, have you seen the um blair witch re re, re uh, sequel yet no i haven't this is not a reboot it's a sequel i oh. thought it was decent i thought it was um i i would put it like a All little right. bit below the evil dead reboot okay but I thought, but i thought it was decent i enjoyed it um, so I was kind of hoping that the, um, that the rings like 10 years later sequel was at least like somewhere around that, but I still haven't seen it. So All right. I, I was, I, I had a bunch of other stuff I wanted to say, but I don't remember if I was gonna yeah. say it. I don't know. It's been that kind of, hold on. I'm almost done. And, uh. Well, it's the so is the show. Yeah, that's that's true too. Jesus Christ. This now, guy was born the year I started high school. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, now here's a question for you. Uh what are we gonna do next week? I mean we now, can do, no. we can do Tusk. 
Well, all right. I, I'm. I swear. I swear to. I swear to to the flying spaghetti monster. Even though it's not my religion, I will try to get the tusk. Now, will you promise to get some of the fucking episodes up? Yes. When? I'll tell you what. I'll I'll do it. I'll work on it tomorrow morning. What's the what's what episode is currently the newest episode up? Probably two fifty five. Give me a movie. Uh, here, give me a second. Oh man. Two fifty four is going to be the latest episode, and that's gonna be. I've had way too much shin. Welcome. Oh, God. It's a welcome back episode. The description is Scott and Joey have been on a small hiatus, but they are back and in full force. This episode. Another hiatus. This episode is mostly a catch-up one. We do talk about films, but there is a touch of political talk to even things out. What? We, what, what oh, so what's not up? The movies that we talk about are Clerks, Cop Out, Red State, Baby Driver, Wonder Woman, horror films. Right. Well, what do we record after that? What are, what are we missing? Oh, I can tell you exactly what we reviewed after that. Episode 255, let me just get this, uh, okay, 255 was Galaxy of Terror and the Babadook, because you got to oh, remember, yeah. this was our Halloween episodes. Okay. <laughs> Episode 256, oh, I don't have any movies listed, I wonder why, well that blows well, let's put it this way. <laughs> so 257. Uh, and then episode um, 258 was Jigsaw. Now, now, so so for those listening that, like, are um, long-time listeners or recent listeners, um, last couple months we've been kind of off-hands with stuff. We haven't really done anything on Facebook. Haven't really been, like, posting new shows. We've been skipping episodes. Uh, I've been a little bit off-hands with the show myself. Uh, this hopefully is all going to change after the new year. Yeah, uh, I think to, so. I'm, tr I'm trying to focus back on like, like writing film reviews as well as doing them on the show, uh, doing uh, the Tumblr and the Facebook, and just getting feedback from other people. Uh, and I, I told Joey like I've been so out of focus that I haven't even been. And I mentioned to being the show, I haven't really been watching films. I've been like watching like TV shows I've already seen. I, I can't focus. Even like reading books, I haven't been able to focus the last couple months. Uh, so I'm hoping at the end of the year we can get back into our serious shit like like um, we've been in the past because well, we're not stopping. Because the Oscar nominations are going to be out, and we're going to start reviewing those. Oh Jesus! Don't don't. Oh fuck! I mean, it's going to be coming up very close on you getting ready to move oh. to Texas, realistically. So. Oh. Oh, it's, Jesus it's a possibility we don't do it this now, year. No, 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 no. Hold on. Just let's just lay down the, 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 the facts here. I don't know when we're moving to Texas. Oh, okay. I thought it was like I March was like kind of. Well, no, here, here's the deal. I've been told that they w hope to get us down there by get us to Texas, my department, by the first quarter, by the end of the first quarter. 
that's oh, the hope. I mean, that could be all right. That's fine. That, that's March. Now, but. hold on. That yeah, that's the hope. I've heard nothing as far as com- confirmations about that. And if we're almost in December, and they can't guarantee that we want you down there by March, who knows? Okay. So, I let's just lay down, let's just lay down the law right now. Whatever happens. Unless I'm actually physically moving between the Oscar nominations and the Oscars, we're doing the shows. Okay. All right. That's that's happening. I'm, that's I'm, like I'm non-negotiable. That's where we make up all the time we lose when I'm like, Joey, I can't record tonight. <laughs> you know, that, that's when we do like that's when we do like ten fucking shows in the course of a month. Yeah. It literally so that, is like ten episodes in 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 four four weeks. Exactly, and the films we don't want to, neither of us want to see. Right, and then we do an Oscar show, which is like a four hour show. Right, which did we do that last year? We did it through Skype, and it was a big success. And we did that because. Well, I, mean, I know, like last year was almost like I wasn't going to be able to make it. Right. The year and before that, I couldn't do it because I had to do the travel for work and bullshit. Correct. Last year, uh, Holly sat in with us and Mare sat with us for the whole episode. That's right. I need to get Holly to do that more. Let's. We can do it with the Oscar show. We can do that because Mare you know, really enjoyed sitting in and doing the show with us. Now, now that you and I are both married, mm. we have to have the woman folk in. Yes. We can call it our um um. Our handmaids episode. <laughs> I like it. I, I I have yet to read the book or watch the TV show, so I, I that's all I have. I hear the TV show is supposed to be good. That they finally have taken yeah, something with that material. I've um, owned the book for like five years and never got around to watch reading it. But you know. Anyway, whatever. we are going way long. Well, it's been a while. Yeah. I think we're due. I, Do you want to start wrapping up now? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you and I end up talking half an hour afterwards, so we're fucked either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, why do I not hear sound? Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, turn it on. Yeah, I had to turn it on. All right, everybody. This is episode 259 of Movie Sucktastic. As always, thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, download the shows there, listen to the shows there, tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us while we review and talk about movies. Go to iTunes, download the show or listen to it there as well. Uh, when you're there, make sure leave, uh, make sure and leave us a review. We always appreciate it. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we talk about from trailers to when we go live to just things in the general movie world goes there. What are you doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, you can you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Uh, you can also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. And you can download the, the Android app. For your Android device, it's 100% free, and everything I mentioned is in it. Uh, you really can't go wrong with it. It's fantastic. And uh, that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? 
You know, I did. I had wisdom pot like 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 planned earlier today, and yeah. then I thought of them. I was like, I should write this down. And I didn't. And I fucking forgot them. You forgot them. That's okay. So you got nothing. Um. Warhorse. <laughs> best I got. All right. All right, everybody. We'll talk oh, hang to on. you. Well, hang on, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. I mentioned Dark Dark Man earlier, and my younger stepdaughter's like, I never heard of that film. So like, are you kidding? That's the first film that Liam Neeson decided that he was going to kill everybody. <laughs> That's right. That was... Uh, the fucking elephant! That was when uh, they decided to give uh, Sam Raimi uh, money to make a real movie. Not that much money. Well, they gave him more money than he ever got in his life, and he gave them that, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's an it's but then a, it, he did for, no no but then he did for the love of the game and they're like okay you got us well he also did a couple of other films too he did a simple plan he did um right but for love of the game was the mainstream the film gift. he did that no one fucking remembers no i know but they gave him a lot of money for dark man and it's amazing that it ended up going Not all a lot. The, they gave him a lot not a lot. But they gave him money to make it, and it's amazing yeah, that he was still able to do, at some point, Spider-Man. Because he... No, he, they gave him Spider-Man because he did for love of the game. Uh, I'm pretty sure they gave him Spider-Man because he did the gift and a simple no, plan. No, love of the game. Love of the game. Look it up. Look, look up your timelines. It was for love of the game, and it was like, oh, you can do a real film. We'll, let you give, we'll give you Spider-Man. See, we were supposed to end the show, and the music just faded out. Fade out. All right. Click, click. Ah, oh, I spilled gin everywhere. Well, at least it's clear. Hold on. Oh! Oh! Don't breathe in gin. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> Are we still recording? Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> that's the, that, that's it for me. I'm glad I spilled that because I shouldn't be drinking anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think Good night, everybody. I think your timeline is right. I I, I know it's fucking right. It's not right. I lived through it. No, he did the gift and then did Spider-Man. Thank you. No, but the gift doesn't count. Of course it counts. Because he count. didn't get Spider-Man until two years after he did the gift. For love of the game is the reason why they gave him Spider-Man. Why would they give him Spider-Man for a fucking baseball movie? When they because when he, they gave him, uh, he, when he did The he Gift, proved, which is like a supernatural movie. Because he proved he could do a non-genre, straight film. He proved that with and a simple was, plan, which he did a year before. Yeah, but that, that was genre. That's genre. Ugh. Simple plan genre. That's thriller. Uh, or, or mystery, whatever you want to call, fucking call it. I'm telling you, he did love of the game. And like, okay, we'll give you Spider-Man. And Spider-Man was in pre-production for fucking years because it's fucking Spider-Man. You know, don't forget, that was the first Spider-Man film. The first. They didn't just, like, jump into that. They fucking planned that for decades. So, uh, not that's decades. Tr that's true, years. but he did for love of the game. He did a simple plan in 98, for love of the game in 99, Fuck. the gift in 2000, and then Spider-Man. Who remembers and Spider -Man, the fucking gift? And then Spider the gift the is... Gift the gift, the gift was something he did while Listen, they were getting. You, you got, done. you got to see Katie Holmes' tits in the gift. Everyone fucking remembers the gift. All right. No, no one remembers the gift. The gift was something he did while 
they were getting while they were in pre-production for Spider-Man. They said, "Well, I got to keep busy. Let's do this little little film about a psychic," and that was the gift. But that's the gift is not why he got Spider-Man. He got Spider-Man because he did love of the game and like, "Oh, okay, you can do a real film, so we trust you to take on like a, a fucking mega budget film." Uh, maybe I don't. And know. I'm out of. And, and with that one spill of my glass, I'm fucking out of gin. God damn it. <laughs> Well, with that, we'll talk to you next week, everyone. Oh, we're still recording? Yes! Bye. Bye. I'm right. You're not. No, I really am. You're really not.